from the Library of Congress in Washington, D.C. going to be going into Module 8, the one that talks about works and expressions, the Group 1 entities that are now going to be done as authority records. Now we're going to be using the same basic approach of you know looking at the information that you're recording and the attributes and so on, and then looking at creating the authorized access points, the variant, etc. But the biggest difference here is the fact that you know what used to be called uniform titles and is now the authorized access points for works and expressions, you always have that difference that the bibliographic record decisions are much more intimately intertwined with what you end up creating in your authorized access point. So it's a lot harder to separate the two when you're dealing with these and so that's going to kind of impact some of the points that we cover as we go over this. Now, the first point to remember here is because we're dealing with works and expressions, we're looking at chapter six, not just the other group two entity chapters. We're looking specifically at chapter six because we're dealing with the WEMI structures. But we're focusing in on the attributes that have to do with identification. This is why we're not going into chapter seven, which has to do with describing the content of an expression, but focusing on chapter six specifically. Now, this, the reason we're focusing on identification is because we're really connecting with what is the user task that the FRAD things are doing. You know, remember find and identify, contextualize and justify. We're really focusing there on find and identify. What are the attributes that support that structure for a work or an expression? Where, where can I go to find out more about FRAD? I know we've talked a lot, of, or you've talked a lot about it. If I wanted to learn something else, where could well, I Well, certainly on that catalogers learning workshop that you had mentioned at the beginning, there are some webcasts that we could really uh, certainly recommend that you go back and watch. They talk about Ferber overall and also some other webcasts that have to do with RDA in general. Uh, you can certainly go there and find them. Some things that Barbara Tillett has presented on and other people also have presented on that will explain Ferber and FRAD as part of Ferber that will help you understand it a bit better. Thank you. That's mm -hmm. great. So, Looking at works, we have seven attributes for a work that are listed in Chapter 6. Title, form, date, place of origin, other distinguishing characteristic, which is kind of a catch-all attribute, history of the work, and identifier. Um, as I go through this section, though, I really won't be focusing on identifier because for us and our purposes, that's really the LCCN that we use to identify the authority record more than anything else. For expressions, we're still going to be focusing, once again, what are the identifying characteristics for an expression, and we actually have fewer to deal with. Content type, date of the expression, which is different than date of the work. Language of expression, the other distinguishing characteristic of expression, you know, and once again, one of those catch-all fields, and identifier. Well, once again, the identifier is still functional with the LCCN that we record in the authority record, so we really won't be dealing with that attribute again at all. Now, that covered section 6.2 through 6.13 of chapter 6. For constructing the access point, we're going to jump all the way down to 6.27. That is where you're going to have four sections, which is a little bit different because all the other ones we've had have just had two sections when it came to constructing the access point. 
The first one on the axis point, the second one on the variant. In works, we're dealing not just with works, we're dealing with works, we're dealing with parts or part or parts of a work, expressions, and then the variant axis point. So this has actually four sections to deal with. Why did you leave out all those instructions between six point, including 614 all the way up through 626? Those are still having to do with the uh, construction of the preferred name or title um, access points of a work, but they are specific types of works. Musical works, legal works, mm -hmm. sacred scriptures, so on. Uh, some that have to do with heads of state, official communications, and so on. And since this is the general usage one, we are not really going to be focusing in on those specific instructions for those specialist communities. Hopefully, we'll have those uh, courses at a later time. So, we're going to look at 6.27 in some detail when we actually establish the authorized access point. So, having figured out where we're looking for the information in RDA, now we're going to say what information are we going to then be recording in our authority record from the item in hand. Well, the title first is going to end up in the 670 and in then, of course, the authorized access point of the 1XX. The form of the work, the date of the work, the place of the origin in the 370, uh, other distinguishing characteristic that has that its own particular field, the 381. All of these each have a field of their own. And then the helpful but not required for the authorized access point is history of the work in the 678. So I'm not going to go over those in any other detail than that because, of course, we looked at these in more detail when we were doing the mark fields in general. Uh, then we also have the four other fields that are related to the expression. The content type, remember that's that 336 field that's just like what you find in the bib record. The date of expression, still in the 046. Language has its own field in the 377 and other distinguishing characteristic. You will find, quite possibly, any or all of the attributes for a work also in the, at, uh, in the authority record for an expression because expression depends on work. Now, will you ever find any information related to manifestation or item in an authority record for a work and expression? The answer is kind of yes and no. You won't find it as an attribute of the manifestation or the item, but the other distinguishing characteristic of a work or expression sometimes draws information from that manifestation to help make a unique authorized access point. So things like the name of the publisher can be an addition to break conflict. The version of the translation, the um, edition statement, all of these come from the manifestation information, but they're being used as a work or expression attribute. So, that establishes what we've got uh, to record and where we're looking for it when it comes to works and expression. So we're going to stop here for a moment and give a rest and hopefully we will then be able to focus on creating that authorized access point and all the things that go together to make it unique. This has been a presentation of the Library of Congress. Visit us at loc.gov.